Welcome to our podcast, Doing It Right. This podcast reveals authentic stories from successful leaders doing it right. It's about their journey to become a leader, their choices, motivations, and lessons. In essence, how they built successful personal brands. Your host is Valerie Sokolowski, author of eight leadership books and nationally known as an authority on executive presence and personal branding. Let's get started. Here's Valerie. Well, hey, hi. This is the second real live show, and I'm so excited. <laughs> we were having such fun before the show. My guest, Niven Morgan, who has this incredible body and bath lotions and candles all over the United States, all over the world, I guess. And we were just chatting about, he's, he said, well, I, I kind of feel like it's Saturday Night Live. And then we started laughing, and I said, well, just wait, because we're live, and we're going to laugh a lot. So hi, Niven. Hello, Valerie. I'm so glad Thank you're you. on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. You know, I have enjoyed your products for a long time. You've been in business how long? 20 years, going on 21. Mm, and you started when you were 12. I know exactly, that story. Exactly, exactly. Uh, um, so how, do you, how does one just start a, a, a company like this with elegant, luxurious products? Did you just always want to do this? What happened? I was avoiding a car wreck. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, literally... That- I was sitting in traffic on my way to work and it sort of hit me. I had been doing a patina finish on glass and was uh, working with some local floral people and they were using them in some of their designs. And I was thinking like, okay, I need to get this into Michael's, which was a company that my cousins were involved with. It's all over the country. Yeah, yeah. I think they had 750 stores when I was doing this. And I was thinking like, I got to get this in there. Great connection. This is perfect. And traffic was literally not moving. I was at I-30 heading west. And so I was like, okay, what would help this sell at Michael's? And I thought bath salts. And, and wait a minute, what? tell me what it was again. It was, it was a glass a container that I had been doing a gold leaf patina finish on. And were you doing that just for fun or were you doing... It was for fun, but then, like I said, I was selling it to some people in the floral industry and mm-hmm. they were using them for their arrangements. Kind of it was a hobby more decorative. Mm-hmm. Total, oh. total, total hobby. Like hobby. a vessel? Yep, like a vessel. Like a vessel, yep. yeah. Right, Anna. And, but then I was like, okay, what's going to help this sell at Michael's? And I was like, bath salts. And then I was thinking like, okay, they have all these bath, these baskets on their different rows. I was like, we could do an entire bath and body line and present to them because that's perfect. You know, you gave a gift basket and it was always True. at that time it had bath and body products in it. So uh-huh. before that day, I had never thought about it in my whole life. So <laughs> on my lunch break, I pulled out the phone book and I started researching just labs, packaging companies, you know, how did I keep this idea going? And the good news of that day was didn't have a car wreck. And and I did not let the idea go. So I kept going. Just just a spark of an idea. I think I need to have some bath salts. So so then what? I started calling labs (laughs) and then I started getting product made and then I called my cousins at Michael's. And then I sat down with my cousin and made her smell probably 20 of the worst smelling things ever. (laughs) Uh, Every fruit you can imagine. And so eventually I got to a point where I wanted to show it to Michaels and I did. And it um, obviously was not right for them at the time, nor was it right for me at the time. Because had that happened, I would be bankrupt because I never could have funded it. (laughs) Because you don't realize how many units of product would go into 750 stores. Oh my! And plus I didn't know anything. 
So, I mean, every disaster that could have happened most likely would have happened. And it, it, I bet it felt overwhelming in the beginning, right? So much to research, so much to yeah. look Actually, for. it was so fast and furious that it was really fun. <laughs> really? It was really fun. And I never was let down when Michaels was like, this isn't for us. They did research to see if they could do that type of product. But I was like, okay, wait a minute. I got a friend and he had a showroom in the Apparel Mart, which is no longer in existence they moved it to the world trade center yep. and he was like well i have a showroom you need to do a higher end line of products and show in my showroom and that was 21 years ago and he was at my house last night we were talking about new things oh my goodness mm -hmm. a man of many talents so um where did you grow up shreveport Louisiana and tell us about that it was you, great it I was have, amazing I have a I have an interesting question I was thinking about this because I know you grew up in this small town or well Shreveport isn't small but um what was because we went to lunch yesterday right. I just need to know he took me to lunch to kind of talk I about only this. had one margarita she had six uh -huh. just for well, the record don't tell that story <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm kind of a foodie I love to cook and so um in that town when you grew up what was your go-to favorite place to just hang out and eat oh my gosh most of them aren't there anymore um, one was called bricotta's what was that it was italian and it was amazing the building was so neat it was uh iconic it was just an iconic landmark in shreveport and i would always get the same dish veal parmesan veal always. parmesan always and okay then, but after that, then there's a sandwich shop called the Deli Casino, which is still around, and it's still my favorite, and I still order the same two sandwiches and two bags of chips every time I go. Oh, well, maybe we've got Shreveport, oh, yeah, it's right? it's still there. Maybe we've got people in Shreveport. Speaking of people out there, I want you to please um, ask them questions, because we're going to talk in a minute about not only his products and how he got started and all of that, but... I think it's fascinating to, uh, as an example, he brought a product that um, is just a beautiful candle, and it's got a... Can we see it on the picture? There we go. Thank you very much. Positioning perfect. Perfect, Valerie. Am I good? Yes. I have to figure this live thing out, so thank you for that. The audience okay. is, is, is keen <laughs> on seeing the whole product, so thank you, thank you. You're so welcome. So, okay, it has a picture on it, and so does this one. And so who's, how do you come up with, pic what are these pictures about? Well, they're about my travels. All of these candles are based on destinations that I've been to okay. and places that I have fallen in love with. And I try to bring something back in form of an aroma or a fragrance that would capture that memory for me. So oh. all of these are done with the help of artist Wallace Ann Sorrells. So she helped me create this line and each one tell a story. And you have in your right hand, Venice, which is called Casanova's Garden, which was the name of the garden behind our hotel when we were in Venice. Okay, so it is I a, see. It's a very floral, That's pretty. very floral fragrance, and it's wonderful. It's one of my number one sellers. The next one is Paris, which is the lock and key. Oh, Paris. So I know. We're mm. all sad. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's, sad. it's like the city of love. It's the lock and key. And yeah. so we did that instead of the Eiffel Tower, which would be what most people would think about. Mm. And that is a blue cypress and absinthe, which is one of the nights at the Hemingway Bar at the mm. Ritz. Mm. And that's kind of what I felt like in there. It's just a very rich, masculine fragrance. And that is our number one seller. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Thanks for bringing your number one seller. Yeah. You know, so 21 years later, if you had, if you could do anything over again, what would you do differently? Oh, my As gosh. an entrepreneur, <laughs> there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there listening, including me. What would you do differently? What would I do different? Well, I would have, I definitely would have done this for sure. Uh, doing something different. 
I've done something different. I'm afraid I may not be where I am right now. <laughs> so I think all of the mistakes I made that I would say I would like to do over, uh, that may have been my best training. So I think I'm good. We, I, I we learn from mistakes, we really do. don't we? We do. And I think I've grown from those. So I don't know that there's that much I would do over. Okay, so let me... And uh, I don't like to look back ever. Like no, I, I almost, that's good. I almost keep no history, no packaging. Anything we've done that we've discontinued is pretty much wiped out. It, it barely that's a fascinating yeah. approach it i don't like to look back it makes me feel like something didn't go right well it's true i mean look back for lessons mm-hmm. learned maybe but you know keep our mind going forward i i totally get that but let me ask you that about backwards in terms of just what have you learned if if there were people listening and saying you know i have an idea for anything as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur for my own business uh, you took a chance. What are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way? Oh, my gosh. Number one, I think, is never assume anything or that anyone is doing what they tell you they're doing. What do you mean by that? Well, we can send a purchase order into a company. They say they receive it. Weeks later, we're like, okay, where is the product? And like, oh, we haven't gotten to that or they've overlooked it. So follow-up is key. I make everyone in my office just follow up over and over and over. You just have to assume that no one checks their email, that they don't see their faxes, they don't return their calls. I mean, you just have to assume that anything that can go wrong is going to go wrong, and you try to avoid it the best you can. And 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 not intentionally, right? Not intentionally. It's just the real world, and people don't always follow through like you would hope they would. Mm -hmm. So to protect my company, I have to make it to where it's our responsibility. And well, that's what go. I tell my staff. It's our responsibility to make sure that purchase order is fulfilled. Okay. Even though we're the customer, it's still our responsibility to make sure it's done. Did you ever have a failure? Oh, my God. We've had, we've had a lot of things that did not work right. <laughs> well, I think that's the message. But I don't think they you keep were, going. I don't think they were failures because they still allowed me to get to the next level. So I still managed to get through any crisis that we've ever had. I think we could call them feedback. Yes. Right? But, you know, I can tell you, too, when we first started, we had a large order from a company, and I honestly don't remember the name of the company, and we fulfilled the order, and right before we shipped it, they filed bankruptcy, so we never shipped it. So here I am, I was stuck with so much inventory, and I probably hadn't been in business five years, but because of the relationships I built with all of the stores that I worked with, I literally was able to call every store, tell them what happened to me, and they all took it off my hand. So we were not affected at all. But that's very important, though, because of the relationships. Had I not had that relationship or had I not done something correctly, mm-hmm. if we did have something that you would maybe call a failure, had we not handled that incident right, we would not have had that relationship. I think that's really important. Relationships are so important mm-hmm. because when you have those, they know your intention. Right. And you can cover over some of the things. What else would you say you've learned? Oh, I learned every day is going to be different. You can have a calendar with 15 (laughs) things on it, and most likely you're lucky to get to three because you're going to walk into the office and there's going to be five things that have gone wrong overnight. And this is almost every day, almost every single day. One of my friends is always asking me, well, how was your day? What would you do? I'm like, all I did today was move mountains and put out fires. You know, it's just moving mountain and putting out fires because that's what we do. And it, it almost cuts into actual work. But with yeah. the, just this new age with technology and everything else, something is wrong always. And it's just you have to deal with it and you have to prioritize, like, how do you handle it? Don't, you know, can't just get too stressed about it because it's going to happen. Things happen. It, it does. Blank happens. Every day. 
We have a candle for that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yes. And what's the name of that one? Well, I can't say that on air. Okay. <laughs> you have to go to the webpage. Oh. Will I like, <laughs> like the fragrance? Will I like the fragrance? You will. It's, okay. our, it's a great fragrance. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Niven, you're a man of many talents. And if I uh, ask you about your just boldest, greatest aspiration for you, what would that be? Well... I don't know exactly. There's so many things are in my mind every day. I would love to see we are pursuing, you know, more avenues with our company right now. We're pursuing more things with like hospitality, hotels, where you would have more recognition and really get the brand out there. That's a huge goal of mine for the company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously the world's changing with social media, online sales and whatnot. We still firmly believe in the brick and mortar in our mom and pop stores. They, they, oh, I hope they've so. been around forever. They got uh -huh. me here and that's who we really try to stick with. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I don't know that I really think ahead that far. I like where we are. I like growing. I love doing new products. Um, I think, you know, from yesterday, I love writing. So I have a few things that I've been working on over the years that I've just not quite finished that we're pushing for. So, um, you know, there's a lot of things. I think down the road, I would love to have things that go with our bath and body products, whether it's a, you know, pajama line or just a cute robe or something to tie into what we do. Um, but my goal is to really just see growth with the company. Um, you know, it's like today I woke up and I looked at Instagram and Park Place Motor Cars had a party for their new Rolls Royce Cullinan. And then I flipped through the pictures. I was like, wait a minute, there's the Rolls Royce candle we did. And I was like, what a Aww. great way to wake up to see your brand in with Rolls Royce. And so, you know, we have ex we have cool. a lot of exciting things like that that have happened over the years. And those are really good feel good moments. Well, just so people know um, nationally, is there mm -hmm. a national store that they if they're not familiar with the brand, Neiman Marcus oh, there you is go. probably the most recognizable. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> they're probably the most recognizable. Well, they're beautiful. You you mentioned writing. So, mm -hmm. I'm going to say something on uh, on the air here that um, I don't know. I hope you'll like it. Okay. I know what a good writer he is because I was talking with him about, well, what does he like to write? And he has some children's books that he's written. And then he mentioned poems and, and just little quips. And then he brought them this morning. And I just flipped through them. That's all I did. I went, okay, that's interesting. Oh, and oh, and oh. So here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm just going to go and pick one and read it and see if you think it's powerful, because they all are. Okay, here's one. Get in your lane and stay in it. Don't just dream when you're asleep. The sun may be out, but it may not be shining. Not every day is perfect, and most days are not, so we, are not. So we need to set aside some time to be free of conflicts and stress, a time to be grateful and happy. And we do make products to help you with this. And yes, that's my you whole do. goal is for people to see. Relax. That's the key, isn't it? Mm -hmm. We don't. We don't take time. I don't. I don't take time to have a bath. A luxurious I'm going to now <laughs> I know that's what I started I started the whole company for that reason for real I wanted I, I want people to enjoy these products at night when they're home take a bath I want them to really think about when they put the lotion on you know just how it feels what it does for the skin um, and every time I do this at night I'm like this is great I love my job isn't that great mm -hmm. to wake up every love day it. and say I love my job is there anything well not every day I wake up saying that <laughs> 
when you're but, stressed when you're stressed uh-huh. uh well what stresses you i know what you do when you're stressed oh gosh but everything stresses everything you? stresses me i'm a very stressed person but but is there one thing that well, just bugs you maybe yeah technology ah. it's the probably my biggest the biggest factor in our company is just computers it's just like every day i go in i'm just like i want to turn the computer on and it work just once i want to go in just once i want everything to work the phones the computers the printers um but it just doesn't and then i'm just like oh my god and it's not that that's a big deal but it just it's an hour it's an hour out of your schedule of what you thought and it wasn't in your schedule exactly when you grew up one of the things you mentioned earlier uh, with me, anyway, at this wonderful lunch place yesterday, was what grounded you, your anchor, uh, as a kid. Um, and you talked about the farm, mm-hmm. your dad. That's right. Tell us about that. Well, I love our farm. That's it's probably it's a it's, big farm. It's isn't a big it? farm, and it really draws all of us there. We go often. Um, and I think it'll be a place for us to go, as, you know, as long as we're alive. But it's just, it gets in your blood, you know, just the nature, the horses, the animals, just all of it. The freedom, you know, you just feel... Uh, Back to when, nature. Oh, yeah, when you're almost. out in the open and no one's around, it's just peaceful. And it's, uh, gosh, I've, I've known it my whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's And that's the one thing place. that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't change. And mm-hmm. that's always my favorite place. And what about your mom? Did she? Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's Are you more amazing. like your mom or your dad? Oh, oh gosh. 50-50. I have a <laughs> lot of both. And he, he was in the chemical business, yes. you said? Well, he was. Yes, he was. He was president of chemical companies that I used to, And I actually worked for him for a while. Um, but my mom's great. Great cook. Oh, and I think, you know, that started a lot of things, too, probably, because I love tooling around with, like, ingredients and cooking and and you know she was always like yelling at me to come in and get your bath so i guess that started you know after i'd be at the farm all day and be filthy she'd be like okay you need to go take a bath so that started um, your i guess that was it because i've been bathing ever since (laughs) that's a good and i love to take a bath my whole bathroom is always around the bathtub and i always get really frustrated when i go into a nice hotel and there's no ridiculous they've got this beautiful big shower and all the tin heads and all of that but i want to i want to i do too but sadly they're most of them are doing away with that you know um niven one of the things that um i think is so cool about you being a perfectionist that relates to the product is simple things that i wouldn't have thought of like when i take this bottle and you were you were frustrated at the office yesterday when i went over there about about the yeah, the this bit, one. the pump it's really yeah, the like pump so what about the pump i mean what about the pump okay so you can see can you see this one Hang well, on a second. that's the one shot. There we go. Perfect. You know, a lot of people are very particular and a lot of times you'll get a product in the pumps back here or it's here. That's so, true. you know, we had, we searched high and low to get one that turns because this way, if a customer wants it here, if they want so it, it needs to be straightforward, you know, for lotion and soap. That's true. I turned and, mine and, yeah. but it was years that we got that. I mean, it took us forever to find someone. And so, yeah, we, you have to look at that and you also listen to your customers. I mean, I, I hear everything and, you know, what I'll tell my customers when they do call, if they have a complaint or something, you know, we at least listen. And mm-hmm. we do primarily always try to fix anything that is fixable. You know, sometimes you get a complaint, but it's something that's just, it's not in your control. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the one thing we do listen to is feedback from our customers. Okay. I, I want to ask something about um, like, all right, like if this were not 
brown, but mm-hmm. it was a clear bottle. And some of your products are. Correct. And they're different colors. Uh, how do you get the consistency? How do you get the consistency of a product if you're going to different labs or do you have, you know, how, how in the heck are you making these? <laughs> well, the consistency is what we're good at. That is the one thing that I have always pushed my labs for. Okay. And it's always about the touch and the feel. And I'm very lucky because they're very consistent with the consistency. Um, you have to prime. That one hadn't been used yet. So you that have to give it a few. Used. No, no, no. You can, here you go. I just, okay. You just have to I do want, it a couple I times. a little bit. So this is a new fragrance for us. It's called Lily White Tea and Ooh, Lemon Zest. I love that. And it's, uh, that was in celebration of our 20 year anniversary. So we launched four new fragrances, and this one we also just picked up two new hotels with, so we're very excited. It's aloe vera and shea butter, and it's super silky, and Mm. it goes in. It's not greasy, so you feel like you can get dressed, and and it's great for guys, too, because (laughs) guys do not like to have a heavy-feeling cream. I don't either. Yep, I don't either. So it's, uh, it's very nice, but that is what we work on is our formulations. And it's a lot about the emulsifiers that are in the products. Also, our body wash has a different consistency. It has a like, little a more of a gel. So it spreads, okay. and it doesn't just roll on your hands like a water gel. So, I mean, like a water-based um, shower gel, but it has an actual gel to it. So it, it spreads further, so you don't use as much. Well, the products are wonderful. When you decided to name the company, you named it your name, and now that I seems did. to... But back then, <laughs> you know, what was it like back 20 years ago when you were just even coming up with the name? Well, that's a, that's a story that also kind of hit me when I was in traffic. I, I was thinking like, gosh, I've hated my name all my life. No one could say it. No you one could have? ever get it right. And then I'm like, what? How? I'm like, this is perfect. This is what we're going to call it. It's going to be my name. Because it's it. memorable. Yep, that was it. And so there was no hesitation with that whatsoever. But my grandfather was Niven, and so my father was Niven. So then I had to ask. I was like, are y'all okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> now they're branded, too. Yes, exactly. We only have time for one more question. Okay. Yeah. Anna, have you got a question? Because um, you're new to this. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, I do have a question. Uh, we have a question about uh, the product sorry what was the proudest moment uh, of your career regarding your products you already mentioned one proudest or most excited do you want to do take pr- both okay both. proudest was probably when neiman's came around because that was oh, huge yeah especially being in dallas that was the one thing that all companies were hoping for and we're still with them so they've been an amazing brand partner and the most exciting was when Britney Spears got married and we were asked to do the candles for her wedding with her initial no. oh and Kevin's initials. Gosh. So we did. And then we get this call that it's changed the date. We need them quicker. I was like, oh, my God, we don't have them. And then the glass came in and the logo was upside down. And I had to call the factory. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, the logo's upside down. So a rush job had it redone in about two days. And then um, we got them out in time for the wedding. Did you go to the wedding? No, no, but it was highly publicized, and we were I'm... lucky to have some publicity from it. Oh, my gosh. Yep. There are so many stories, I'm sure. No, but then we, we stayed in touch with their family, and her mom would come visit, and we just have a great relationship since then. And I'm not going to ask you who you have relationships with, but I know there's some pretty special people out there, and that you never meet a stranger. I think that's part of success in business. When you're when you start out, Niven, you said you the yellow pages. Oh, back. that was it. And then we started with eight customers, and, and you that just, was probably from the first market. We probably had eight, uh-huh. and to this day, we still probably have a couple of those that are still with us. Sadly, and, sadly, a lot of them have closed, but we still have some of our original first accounts. 
Oh, well, that says a lot, too, mm-hmm. about relationships. They've stuck with me. It all goes to this. You are doing it right. You <laughs> well, thank you, and thank you for having me. done it right. And I'm going to hold you accountable for the writing. I know you are. I kind of I'm I feel gonna it. I'm going to hold you accountable. It. You know, it, uh, can I make a suggestion for a yes, product? Yes, of course. Well, you have neat stories, and you have these fabulous quotes, and... Um, I'd love to see a candle with a quote on it. How's that? I have those. They're <gasps> on my webpage, but we see? just can't talk about them. Oh, my They're goodness. really short quotes. They're like two words. <laughs> Give me an example of a two-word. Oh, well, we can – let me think of my two ones that we can say. Oh. Well, we have them as simple as love. Okay. Okay. I'll take um, love. Yep, yep. And then do right. We there have, you and, go. You know, we have a do right necklace. But um, some of the other ones are kind of funny, and they're kind of for when you've had a really bad day. Okay, I'll leave it at that. It, yes. I have to go to the webpage. <laughs> we'll go to the website. <laughs> I want to thank you for watching, and you can send in. You can still make comments. You know that. And so please do keep yourself doing things right. Order this book. I think you'll find it fun. It is on Amazon. And for now, stay authentic and just have a grand time every day. Live it every day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. To receive Valerie's voice, free monthly leadership tips, and to learn more about her leadership programs and coaching, visit her website, ValerieAndCompany.com. Next week, we'll be here again to inspire, engage, and equip you with teachable points of view from successful leaders who have been doing it right. Until then, lead authentically.